Warning, this podcast will challenge your thinking. Welcome to Business Problems Solved. In this podcast, we help you solve your business problems by providing real examples and practical approaches to make today better than yesterday. Introducing your host, the multi-sector, self-professed, most improved improvement person and qualified business problem solver, Lee Horton. Hey, it's Lee. Saying you know how to do it is not doing it. That is a sentence that finishes this podcast every single week. And no, that's not me finishing this podcast prematurely. This is me introducing this podcast because that sentence is what this one is all about. I genuinely believe that that is a really important quote. Saying you know how to do it is not doing it. So why is that important? Because the next step you take after saying you know is the most important. Richard Branson once said, if someone offers you an amazing opportunity, but you're not sure you can do it, say yes. Then learn how to do it later. And I don't disagree with that one bit because I think that's what you've got to do. If you say you know how to do it, but you don't, then you have to learn it. But if you say you know how to do it or you say that you can do it and you have done it, then you have to demonstrate it. Those, I guess, are the key actions that you need to take. Is either learn it or demonstrate you've done it. I googled before I started recording, business improvement course. And there was 513 million results. That's a lot of courses, a lot of providers, and a lot of options there for people to choose from. I scrolled through the first couple of pages and there was online courses, face-to-face courses. These were being provided by training companies, by colleges, by schools, by universities, by businesses, by consultancies. So if somebody wants to improve their problem-solving skills or learn how to improve a business, there are plenty of options there for you to do so. But I think it's really important that you listen to the saying you know how to do it is not doing it. You can go online now and you can take an exam for whatever course you want, probably really, really cheaply. You can become a Lean Sigma black belt for about £300 or or a few more hundred dollars. And I think just because you have that certificate, is that going to give you what you need to do what you need to do? Do you want the certificate just to go on your fridge or do you want the capability to be able to improve a business? Before you go on any course, before you learn anything, I think it's important that you understand fully what you want to do after the course. If you do just want the course 
because then you can say you've been on the course and you've done the course. There are some course junkies out there that, that do this and, and they are lifelong students. Then that's perfectly fine. But if you want to be able to apply the methodologies, the tools, the principles, the approach effectively, then that type of learning may not be the best type of learning. There's a mentor movement in, in the personal development world. There is a, there's a definite, I've seen it over the last probably six months, there's been a large push and people recommending that you need a mentor. Uh, go and find a mentor to, to mentor you on, on whatever the particular skill that you require is. Whether you want to grow your business, whether you want to fix your business, um, whether you want to learn how to sell, uh, whether you just want help and support. I think that is important. I th and I, I've got mentors myself, but you need to select the mentor wisely. Understand the direction that you want to head and the desired outcome that you're trying to achieve based on your own individual purpose and, and where you're heading. And then choose a mentor that can either demonstrate that they are doing and have done and got to where you want to get to, or a mentor that can support you in another way based on your own individual learning need. So choose wisely. Choose people that can demonstrate that they have done it. So saying you know how to do it is not doing it is dead right. I also I know a number of businesses that, that when a sales opportunity comes up, they don't want to turn the sale down, irrelevant of whether the offering is something that they currently offer. They'll take it and then they'll build the capability afterwards. If you've listened to the, the previous podcast, you may have picked up the randomness of, uh, of my journey to get to where I am today. And I did that what I've just spoke about. I was a, a former balloon modeler, so I could make stuff out of balloons. I had a balloon modeling gig one day at a, uh, a children's nursery that opened up a new, a new outside arena. Outside arena, an outside play area. And at the end of the day, I handed the invoice over to uh, to the nursery manager and had a walk around the grounds with her. And I spotted a, a bouncy castle in the corner and also um, a face painter. And I said to her that, uh, that next year, that if she was looking to do something similar, then she could use my own services because I also had bouncy castles and I had face painters. At that point in time, at that point in time, I didn't, but I recognised the opportunity and then went out that weekend and that's where my inflatable experience began and I sourced myself and, uh, and started my bounty castle journey, which ended up with eight bounty castles, two slides, a gladiator, dual bouncy boxing, four pairs of sumo suits, two of which were childs, all from that one conversation where I said that, oh yeah, I can do that, um, or use me next time and, and I will do it. And that increased my offering because I spotted that opportunity. 
So the first step or the next step you take after saying you know how to do it, you've either got to learn how to do it or you've got to go and do it or demonstrate that you've done it. Business improvement courses, that's where I was on uh, before I digressed into my inflatable world. Why do you want a course? Why do you want that learning? Do you want it for the certificate? Does that provider provide you with the opportunity to apply what you're learning as you're going through it? Or is it just a knowledge-based exam at the end of it? Is there an exam at the end of it? Or is the course just one built on clicking through all of the slides to get to the end and then you get a certificate? All of these things you need to explore. If you're trying to improve a business, there is no better learning for the people who work the process all the way through to the most senior of managers of going to see the work. I've sat in many a boardroom during many a conversation where a CEO, a managing director, an ops director will just say, yep, we'll do that. Yep, we can do that. Yep, that will happen. Without truly understanding the effort that is caused as soon as they leave that meeting. Because they're too far removed from the actual work and the actual processes to know. And they think that, or a few of them, that some of the ones that I've, uh, I've had the opportunity to work with in the past, they believe that, uh, that it is a relatively straightforward and simple thing for the operation to deliver. But that disconnect, that distance between the boardroom and the shop floor is one that I think if we bridge, if we bring together, it is key. It's so important that the people that make the decisions understand what happens day to day. So those CEOs, those managing directors, those ops directors, they say they know how to do it. But do they really know how to do it? Do they know? Do you know how each of your processes work? Have you listened to calls coming into your contact centre? Have you worked the shift of some of your people to understand how your systems and processes link or don't link? that enable or restrict the people working with you. That for me is, is the biggest learning opportunity that, that people have got. Whether you want a certificate or you don't want a certificate, the biggest learning opportunity is going to the place where the work happens. Spending a day listening to calls coming into your contact centre to see what your customers are saying. Those two groups of people are the most important. The people who do the work and the people who pay you for your products or services in your customers. So by listening to calls, you can hear exactly 
what they say, how they say it, the pains, the frustrations, the challenges that they have. By going to the processes to see the work, ideally end to end, then you get to see the pains, the frustrations, the challenges of your people. So saying you know how to do it is not doing it is so relevant to senior managers as it is to anybody on any development journey. I'm a firm believer in you can't change a business unless you change yourself first. Because the thinking that has got you to your particular point in time, if you've been in that position that you're sat in now for a good number of years then the people that work for you are are a reflection of the environment that you've created. So if you want that to continue and you're happy with that, then, then that's fine. But if you want it to change, then you need to understand exactly what is happening out there by going spending time with the people and by listening to your customers, by listening to the people that pay the bills. Are they complaining that they can't find something, that something keeps breaking? Do your people, when they're working, are they frustrated by a particular step in a process or a particular department that doesn't respond to them? Those are the things that you get to learn by going and listening, going and talking and engaging with both the customer and the employee. I think the environment that you create by by going to do that as well, I think the first time it will be really, really difficult. I remember a good number of years ago, the Queen, um, she came to visit Preston when I was working in Preston. Um, and Preston, just before the visit, they painted all of the barriers this teal colour so that when the Queen came to visit, Preston had changed colour a little bit. So what you don't want to happen is every time that you go and visit your operation, your people, that it is staged like a royal visit, like like a royal tour. It has to be exactly as the work happens day to day. Put yourself on the shift. Put yourself in the teams. Frequently go back and forth so it becomes the norm rather than a royal visit. I remember an organisation I um, I work with at the busiest time of the year, the senior people went on this royal tour at the busiest time of the year and and they would be presented to on, on figures and and they would they would see on that particular day a particular view of that operation, of that process. But that was once a year. This needs to be regular. This needs to be frequent. You need people to be open, honest and transparent. Because what I've also found is that middle layers, and this is no blame of of middle layers, ideas, challenges, in a lot of organisations do seem to stop at a middle layer manager. 
they might not want to be as transparent upwards and they might be cascading down that it's just the way it is. That's why we work, we've always worked it that way. So what you need to do, you need to make sure that you can have a transparent, open and honest dialogue with every layer of your organisation, but do it regular. Listen to calls regularly. The importance of listening to calls is you might be capturing data, the call, the particular call drivers coming into your contact centre into different buckets. But that's not truly what the customer is telling you. That's in your that's your interpretation or the, the call advisor's interpretation of the reason for that call. And dependent upon how generic those buckets are, depends on the quality of information that you'll get from it. So again, that's like your middle management preventing the voice of the customer reaching the boardroom. So saying you know how to do it is not doing it. You may be to blame. You may have introduced a lot of processes. You may think you know how to do something, but there is no substitute for actually going out there and doing it, going out there and speaking to people, going out there and understanding and learning and getting the knowledge required to change your business. Right, that's it. Have yourselves a lovely week and I'll chat to you soon. Have fun. Thanks for listening to Business Problems Solved. You can contact Lee on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter by searching for Lee Horton, the business problem solver, or via visiting www.leehorton.com for more content and to solve your business problems. And remember, saying you know how to do it is not doing it.